Hey, Lola, welcome to episode number 158 of the podcast. I'm so, so pumped to talk to you guys today because y'all brought the fire. These are some hashtag stump stuff questions that were submitted by the community, and we are going to be talking about what to do when somebody's already doing something in the online space that you want to do something in. How do you handle that? Should you still move forward with that? How do you handle when people are skeptical of online business and they're people that you love and care about, but they just don't get it? How do you manage two brands and merge them into one so that you're not doing double the work? And then how do you prep for courses? How do you get a course done in a short amount of time? How do you streamline the online course creation process? These are so good. I know you're going to totally, absolutely love them. Now, I want to remind you before we dig into this gold, ladies, that I offer clarity coaching. I help women get so clear on what they're being called to do, on what the next steps are based on where they are. I help women map out specific order of operations in your online business so that you can actually become profitable, so that you can create online passive products, or maybe you wanna launch a coaching business, or maybe you're ready to map out that podcast. Please reach out. I have openings this month. We all in quarantine. What better thing to do than sit together, bust this out, get super clear, because now's the time to pour into your business, to get the back office stuff stuff set up right, to create the course, and I can help you Get clarity over that. What should the course be? What are the modules going to be? What's the podcast going to be titled? What content should you create? I mean, girlfriend, tap into my brain for an hour and I know that you're going to have the clarity, the drive, the excitement, and the vision to go do the things during this time. If you want to grab a session with me, let's go. There's never been a better time to do so. Then right now, please email us support at stephaniegass.com and we'll get it set up. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hey, this is Sarah. My Instagram handle is Sarah Severa, and I have two questions. My first question is when you hear of other people doing something similar to what you want to do in the online space, how do you not worry that it has already been done and that this is not the path you should be taking. And my second question is how do you handle people close to you being skeptical of business on the online space? They aren't the naysayers. They just don't understand how it all works and how do you not let that affect your own passions and dreams and moving forward? Hey, Sarah. What's up, girl? Okay, so your first question when someone else is already doing what you want to do online, I think it really helps to to remember that everybody has a different 
type of skill set. And everybody does things in a new, unique, and different way, right? Like if you take me, for example, and you say, okay, there are a bunch of huge podcast coaches and podcast courses in the world. And there are some really prominent ones. When I started thinking about doing this, I thought, oh, I shouldn't do it because they already have one. I should just affiliate for them. (laughs) But then I thought, you know what? There's nobody doing it like me to my own niche. There's There's a demand for my girls to get coached and taught by me because of the way that they trust me. And also there's ways that I would teach this that are so different than what the re- the podcast coaches that are already out there are teaching. Like I'm really focused on authenticity and organic growth and playing the long game and using, you know, residual marketing like Pinterest, etc. So I'm different. So that visual for you is to know that It's okay to do something that someone else is doing, but do it in your own way. And that gives you a unique flair that nobody else can copy, nobody else can be like. And your audience is going to buy things from people they like, know, and trust, which means they're going to buy from you. If they listen to you, Sarah, they're going to want to buy from you, regardless of what other people are doing out there. That's why it's critical to really focus on your online brand. Uh, So I really hope that that helps. And the other component to that question is you can't worry about what other people have done, right? You've just got to put your head down. My advice is actually to not even look at what other people are doing. When you decide to do something, just go forward with it. Dig into it. Do it your own way. I don't do market research when I want to create something new. I do it from my heart. I ask my community. But I don't go look and see what other people have created that's similar because I don't want to be influenced by them. I don't want to have a similar product to somebody else. So that might also help you to feel even more unique as you dig into this space. Your second question, how do you handle people that are skeptical of online business or that don't really understand what you're doing? Uh, We just love them. (laughs) We love them where we're at. We say, hey, I'm doing this new thing. I know you don't really get it yet, but I'm just going to do this in my spare time and I'm going to try it. And I would absolutely love to have you back me on this, to trust me and to, to cheer for me and support me and love me, even though you don't really understand it. It's important to me. And so lots of clear communication. I think having that open dialogue with them that you appreciate their concern, but you're going to do it anyway. And their support would mean the world to you. That's how I've handled this. And the beauty of it is I've almost always been able to come back and then see, oh, wow, this is the new norm. Oh, my gosh, this did work for her. This is awesome. And then they ultimately become your biggest cheerleader because, well, you proved them wrong. Hi, this is Jeanette Bordeaux with At The Sisters of Christ. And my question is, I need some help with figuring out how to manage two brands with similar audiences. So the first brand is At The Sisters of Christ, and we are nonprofit focused where we do women's circles, and then we also have online media content to help women of faith in their walk. God has also called me to start coaching women on their God-given calling. So I was thinking to start a podcast based on your amazing podcast and advice um, where I would do individual episodes and coach people that's more focused on my coaching, which is a business LLC, um, but then also put the online media audio on the same podcast and call that at the Sisters of Christ, but still have 
me coaching on it. So I just wanted to get your advice on that. If you think that's a good idea to put it all in one podcast. Um, and yes, any, um, ideas of how to really keep the brand separate. It's like, okay, this is the nonprofit work, but this is the business that I run um, while also still cross-promoting because the audiences are so similar. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. You have been such a blessing and I just thank you so much for doing what you do. Hey, Jeanette. What's up, sister? I'm so excited you asked this question. So I would actually say that this is a perfect way for you to blend these two missions, which ultimately have a very similar feel, right? Sisters of Christ, where you're focusing on, you know, strengthening their walk with faith and then doing coaching for really Christian women, right, to help them uncover their God-led calling. It's that same woman. Now, the beauty is you've got two ways to feed this podcast. So, One way, of course, I think is to call your brand one cohesive thing. For example, Sisters of Christ podcast or Sisters of Christ show. And I would really focus on using your nonprofit as the marketing side of your podcast. For example, this podcast is brought to you by, you know, Sisters of Christ, a nonprofit organization focused on strengthening women's walk with Christ. We offer blah, 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 blah. To find out more about this nonprofit organization and how you can contribute, please go to da-da-da-da-da.com. So almost as like a sponsored podcast or a podcast that's being gifted to the community through your nonprofit. Then on the show, I want you to think about the women who would be interested in coaching, would need your guidance, or be interested about Sister in Christ, your that brand or that nonprofit. What does that woman need, want, and desire to know? How can you teach her, pour into her, inspire her, etc.? So you can definitely use messaging and teachings that you would use through your brand. You can do live coaching on the air. You can talk about what is the God-led calling? How do you tap into it? How do you get going with your calling? How to find time to pursue a calling when it doesn't make you money yet, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And kindly remind them that, hey, by the way, I'm Jeanette and I offer coaching as well as run this nonprofit because you're doing two separate things and you're just going to communicate that to your audience. But you are absolutely able to drive traffic to both places using one show because this one show, The Avatar, is the same woman. Hi, Stephanie. My name is Susan and my Instagram account is babesbuildingempires.bbe. And my question for you is that on a recent podcast episode, you had mentioned that you create your courses in about two days at your mom's house and you kind of sneak away and focus on just creating your course. So I wanted to know how do you do that? If you could share some tips on the prep work before you start recording And then how do you record the strategies to that? Do you use like a script? Do you um, use those teleprompters? And how do you edit afterwards? And do those two days include like recording and editing and all the things? Or what does the two days include as far as what you get done in those two days? Hi, Susan. Thank you for this amazing question. And I'm really excited to help clarify my course creation process. So basically what I do is 
I map out what my course is going to be. I used to be, you know, ghetto superstar over here and like just map it out on a sheet of paper or like an Excel spreadsheet. But I've since discovered MindMeister, M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. Shout out to ChelseaJoe.co for sharing this with me. Um, So if you guys are creating courses, I would highly recommend using the free version of MindMeister to map out your course so that you have the layout done. So that would be step one. I would be doing that at home in my pre-prep. The second tier would be creating all of the the PowerPoint slides for each module inside of my course. This is also prep work that I'm doing at home. So for example, in my course, Podcast Pro University, there are 13 modules, which means I have 13 separate PowerPoint slide decks that I needed to prepare. Yes, I know. So you probably have a good week, two weeks to two weeks of prep work before you're going to go and knock out the actual course creation. So at that point, I feel really good about okay, I literally need like 12 straight hours to record all of these modules so that I have no interruptions, I have a quiet space to work and upload all of these modules as well and get everything organized in the platform. So that's when I'm like, yo husband, I'm at the point of actually creating the course and I'm gonna need a good two days. So at that point, I hunkered down at my mom's house. So for Podcast Pro University, I went over there. I had my laptop, all the things, all the PowerPoint decks are brought with me. I'm ready to go, makeup done, and we're doing this. So get going because if you have 13 modules, and each module for me was roughly 30 minutes, give or take, and then after I would complete a module, I would go ahead and upload that entire segment into Teachable. So I would take uh, module one, record module one, upload module one into Teachable, upload the slide deck into Teachable and take a breather, run around the room, sit back down, record module two. So in those two days, it's creation time. It's go time. Um, It's because otherwise that would have taken me a month to find an hour here and there to keep recording along with recording my podcast, right? So then after that two days is done and I have basically the core stuff uploaded into Teachable, all the videos are done, I have then another maybe week of plugging in other things into my course. So this would look like advanced trainings from my podcast. Maybe I have a relevant uh, coaching episode on the podcast that I want to share. Maybe it's a checklist or a download or a PDF file or a resources link. I'm basically just going through and fine tuning each module inside of the course in Teachable. And then it's time to plan out launch, which is a totally different ballgame. But that is my process for course creation. Thank you so much for asking, and I hope that that was helpful. And hey, sister, if you have a question that you want to ask me about podcasting, business growth, mindset, anything under the umbrella of mompreneur, please head on over to my website, stephaniegass.com. Scroll down on the homepage. About halfway down, you're going to find a SpeakPipe recording button. You can send me your question just like these wonderful ladies, Jeanette, Susan, and Sarah. And you can please leave your Instagram handle so that everybody can know where to find you. Ask your juicy question, and hopefully it will get featured on the next episode of Hashtag Stump Steph. 
I just want to pray over you, sister, that wherever you are right now, you are fueled with clear, cohesive, straightforward direction, that you receive the guidance you need to know what to do next, and that you don't look up from that, that you focus on what you're being called to do and go step by step by step and know that the long game is the day-to-day journey. Know that the big, audacious, scary goals, you can achieve them if you just focus on what's next. I pray that you have the courage to do the things that God helps hold your hand and guide you through, that you trust in him to provide you the provision you need, the mentors you need, the programs you need, the coaching episodes you got to hear, like whatever the things are that you need to continue furthering your journey along. I pray that God gifts those to you here and now. And I also pray that you believe in yourself enough to know that you're worthy of your biggest dreams, that God gave you those dreams. He whispered into your heart the missions that he wanted you to do, and those are there on purpose. So don't ignore them. Take action on them. I love you. I'm cheering for you. I'll see you soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Soul, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.